This is The Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Last week, I talked about two important things that you could do to become more likable. First, you could reveal your shared values and beliefs. And second, empathize and commiserate. Today, we'll talk about four more things you can do to increase your likability. But first, a word from our sponsor. When you're on the go, Stitcher is a great way to get all of your favorite podcasts, including, of course, the public speaker. It's free, and you'll be entered to win $1,000 if you use the code LISA when you download the app at stitcher.com forward slash LISA. It works on the iPhone, the BlackBerry, the Pre, and the Android. Give it a try. Likeability is really closely tied to trust. That is, the more you deepen trust, the more likable you become. Trust is, in essence, the last step towards likability, and it's a process. It's a process that happens gradually over time. However, as the relationship develops, there are things you can do to hasten this step along. So tip number three is admit your mistakes. Try to view mistakes as experience. Steve Jobs, co-founder of Apple and Pixar, said, sometimes when you innovate, you make mistakes it's best to admit them quickly and get on with improving your other innovations. Stubbornness and rigidity are definitely unlikable traits. Admitting your mistake can be as simple as, yes, you're right, I had that wrong. Thanks for letting me know. Even when the situation is more complicated, if you've made a mistake, recognize the error and openly face whatever consequence may come your way without grumbling. This shows honesty and integrity, and those are two thoroughly likable qualities. Tip four, be humble. No one likes a braggart. It's okay to talk about things that you've accomplished as a matter of fact, but don't build yourself up. Let others attach attributes to those activities or request more information about them. There's no need to shout. Warm and friendly works better. For example, if someone says, Wow, that's an unusual jacket. I'd never seen one like that before. Oh yes, I attended the Cannes Film Festival with a billionaire friend of mine, and afterwards we took the train to Monte Carlo and I got this coat in a little boutique. Instead, you can just stick with, Oh thanks, I haven't seen another one locally either. If the other person wants more information about the coat, they'll ask for it. This lesson applies particularly when participating in online marketing. Different from traditional marketing, online, the approach is far less aggressive. While it's okay to post your successes and achievements every now and again, they should be lightly sprinkled among many more tips and tricks to help your clients. Tip five, give unexpected compliments. If someone says, this has been such a tough week, my coworker was being a bully and I finally just lost it and told her off, I apologize later, but I still feel terrible. You can help take the edge off the negative feeling by saying something like, Coworkers can be challenging sometimes, but good for you for standing up for yourself. And it's really great that you apologize later. That person's lucky to have you as a coworker. Tip number six get close. Emailing someone is one thing, but meeting them in person changes things immensely. There's a significant intangible benefit from meeting in person. In fact, according to social psychologists, we're more likely to develop a relationship with someone who is in close physical proximity. 
Basically, it's easier to talk with somebody sitting next to you than with someone across the room. Whether it's the boardroom, a conference room, or a classroom, take advantage of this by always strategically choosing who you want to be physically close to. I probably shouldn't admit this, but when I was in college, on the first day of class, I used to wait in the back of the room until it was about two-thirds full. Then I would choose the guy I found most attractive and sit next to him. This strategy works so well that I still do a similar thing at conferences, except, of course, now my goal is to build and strengthen business relationships. In his book, The Tipping Point, Malcolm Gladwell writes, Sprinkled among every walk of life are a handful of people with a truly extraordinary knack of making friends and acquaintances. They are connectors. In my experience, we don't meet people like this very often. In fact, I've only met a handful in my life. Getting people to like you is a slow and steady process, not a competition or a sprint. I'm hopeful that some of today's tips will help you to become a connector. This is Lisa B. Marshall, the public speaker. Passionate about communication, your success is my business. Listen to the public speaker podcast on your phone and possibly win $1,000. Go to stitcher.com forward slash Lisa. That's stitcher.com forward slash Lisa. One last thing. I haven't asked for this since really since the show started. If you enjoy the public speaker show, would you mind going over to the iTunes area and leave a review of the show? I'd appreciate it. Thanks. Oh, you could tell your friends about it too. That'd be great. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <laughs>